Your host, Parker, Dan, and Angela, slice and dice their way through the good. If it bleeds, we can kill it. The bad. You brought the devil! There's a devil inside everyone. And the ugly movies you love. And you can't piss on hospitality! I won't allow it! Hold your favorite films and franchises tight, because they aren't safe. In fact, it's already too late. It's time to dissect that film. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Dissect That Film, a podcast that dissects the good, the bad, and the ugly of cinema. I am your host, Brett Parker. Joining me as always, my wonderful co-host, Dan and Angela of DNA Gaming. Hello. We're going to pretend like we didn't just intro this show four times. Hey, we always like to be honest with everybody. That was the best one, and you got it. And we're even going to tell you that we did other ones. That's <laughs> part, part, part of the magic. They need to know what's going on behind the scenes. If you'd like to see all of our bloopers and all of our other <laughs> intros, maybe I'll post them on Patreon for as little as a dollar. You could join us over there and get some extra goodies. <laughs> there, I'm going to go. promote the Patreon right at the beginning of the episode. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> today on the show though we are celebrating valentine's day uh it's a little after valentine's day as you listen to this but we figure we're gonna celebrate it with a, with a classic as we talk about 1981's my bloody valentine it's a bad time this time of year how many times is he gonna tell this story i'll let him tell it i love fairy tales this ain't no fairy tale little girl if you don't take it seriously, you're a fool! <laughs> the first Valentine's dance in 20 years has to be something special. Look, Flanders, you gotta get a lot of exercise if you're gonna grapple with Gretchen. Oh yeah? Well, I got a Valentine for her that she's never gonna forget. <laughs> In this town on Valentine's Day, everybody loses their heart. Roses are red, violets are blue. One is dead, and so are you. It can't be happening again. It can't be happening again. What's going on over in Valentine Bluffs? It looks like Harry Warden's back in town. It happened once. It happened twice. Cancel the dancer, it'll happen twice. In the town of Valentine Bluffs, there are many ways to die. Take your pick. Bloody Valentine. So we are all first time viewers of this movie, correct? Yes. 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 Very much so. Uh, the only thing I've ever seen on this movie was the kill count because I've I've always admitted when I watch a kill count, even if it's a movie I've never seen before. So I kind of had the gist of what this movie was about. But sometimes 
rewatch. Don't don't worry, everybody. It doesn't spoil anything. I usually can go into the movie and still be, uh, you know, shocked and awed at by things I see in a movie. But uh, yeah, this is. I love it when we're all seeing something for the very first time and we get to kind of go at it, uh, you know, with all ah, of our different views. Uh, I have it's seen the view. The view. Yes. The view for horror Whoopi? movies. Where's Whoopi the, at? Oh no, that'll get you. In oh, damn, holy shit! What was that? That fucking Simpsons thing. <laughs> Man, was it's like man was I a fool? Well, man was I a fool? Anybody would ever want nudes of Whoopi Goldberg. Speaking <laughs> of The Simpsons, there's somebody that was in this movie who it was very much involved with that show. But we'll get yes, to that. I, we'll I get told to that. You. Um, really? Yes. Yes. I told you. But back to our first time views of this movie, and um, I have seen the remake. The remake, I, I, I for me. I probably have seen a lot of the remakes before the originals when it came to a lot of those remakes that came out in like the the late 2000s, early 2010s. This one was definitely one that I had seen. I, I might have seen it in theaters, to be honest. Uh, it was a 3D movie, so it was like, oh, cool, a horror movie in 3D. Let's do this. I think it had like Plus- Jared Padalecki in it. Um, and yeah. It was cool. It had Tom Atkins in it, which I was always I oh, was hey. a big fan of Tom Atkins. Yeah, he plays yeah. the sheriff in that movie, so that's cool. But that's I think that's something we should uh, jot down and cover that one for next Valentine's Day. I think it would be cool to kind of visit both of them um, at some point. So which was let's, the style at the time, by the way. 3D <laughs> horror movies in the 2000s. So without kind of spoiling the full our full thoughts until after, of course, we talk about the plot of the movie, let's talk about kind of our first impressions of the movie uh, after our first time viewing. So Dan, you want to start us off? Oh, impressions. Um, okay. So I really, I, I do something I don't normally do when I watch these kind of movies is I have heard of this film's legacy and I have seen the kill count and I went in with fairly high expectations for the film. Just something that I don't normally do. I try to keep the bar low. So it's only up from there, which is, I don't know. I was going to make some reference about our, our marriage, but you know, whatever. <laughs> Anyhow, <laughs> my end of it, not you. You roped me into this by saying hours. This, so. I, it's not my fault. This came out a day. This comes out the day after our anniversary. All right. I can't help it. <laughs> yes. Make sure anyway. to uh, comment down below and wish Dan and Angela a happy anniversary. 17 years. Yep. Wow. And still so young. We're old. No, yeah, kind of. Old. We're in our thirties. We got the we got the we got the glow. We got the glow. Anyway, um, I completely forgot this is a Canadian movie. Oh, this is a very Canadian movie. <laughs> I'm, sorry. I'm sorry, I forgot. I'm so sorry. Yeah, I love it. I nothing other than that. Uh, I I just wanted to set my expectations. I don't know what else to say until we really start talking about the movie. But I had my expectations pretty high. Uh, I there was some other stuff in it. Blah 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 that I can't talk about. And Canada. Yes, That's... we love and we love Canada. We love all of our amazing Canadian listeners, and uh, we have friends who are Canadian. So, yeah, we we don't we don't uh, make jokes to offend. It's just it's this is a very Canadian movie, and we can't wait to talk more about it. And yeah, we 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 have to disguise our hate. Disguise. Our hate. <laughs> <laughs> That's a. I'm gonna have to make references today. It's gonna be good. Oh, well, I said that I wanted to make an A tally. How many times I said it? So but uh, A then A. I was I was sad that I didn't hear it as many times as I wanted to because I'm not Canadian. I say it. 
Yeah, that's fair. I love that. Or maybe you are, you I, don't know about it. I wanted to be Canadian. Why? I, I said after high school, that's where I was moving. But they have syrup. Lots of syrup. So? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if that's a bad thing. <laughs> that's not a bad thing. Just nope. overrun with syrup. <laughs> they have syrup rustlers. Uh, this is going to be difficult. Oh, it takes my, place in Nova Scotia. Day. Yeah, it Nova was, Scotia. It was filmed in Nova Scotia. So, yeah. I don't know how to how to do this without... Well, you don't have to say anything then. We could just wait. Yeah, just wait, dear. <laughs> because I'm I'm gonna like already topple just, over everything that I want to say and just, just say gonna... something else. Just talk about how I don't know. It's because this town has a death curse. I don't know. Well, yeah. <laughs> I I went into this. I didn't watch the Kill Count because him and Victor watch it without me and that specifically never says no in. girls allowed I'm... on the YouTube channel. I can't help it. It's not my fault. Blame Jane. <laughs> So I didn't know anything about this. I don't remember. Like, I don't. So don't she's remember. going in with fresh, fresh eyes. Like we oh, had yeah, fresh I, eyes. I said this, she had double fresh eyes. I said yeah. this popped my bloody cherry. Ooh. That sounds, that sounds both disgusting and the double <laughs> fresh <laughs> eyes. Just the funny thing is that is a, a that is a term that is used in this movie, which is pretty funny. Well, I guess if I think it's funny. Uh, <laughs> so my bloody Valentine was released February 11th, 1981, directed by George Mahalka, who uh, he he did a lot of B-rated movies. Uh, he had a couple come out in like the, the early 80s and then kind of nothing I recognize other than this. Uh, he did a documentary about this movie in 2009, which is when Lionsgate bought the rights to this movie and re-released it to include... Uh, some a couple of minutes that were cut from the original movie because this movie was of course it was <laughs> paramount and paramount had done friday the 13th the year before of course all you we know the history of friday the 13th and the mpaa they chopped the shit out of a lot of the movies to cut the gore down to get it so that it wasn't rated you know above an r this movie got the same treatment the, a lot of the kills were cut down so that you barely saw anything and then when and then pretty much the, I think one of the producers was like, hey, we got the footage. Why don't we just release like an unrated cut or just a different cut of the movie? And Paramount's like, no, we don't want to do that. So in 2009. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, no. So which is weird because a lot of the MPAA cutting didn't help ha start happening until the mid late 80s. Like the early 80s was like when the boom started. Less well, for my the, knowledge. The MPAA started with Friday the 13th. They were cutting mm. all of those movies. And I think Paramount was just on their radar. Like they just saw Paramount was releasing a horror movie or a slasher. And they were like, yep, we're going after him. Go get, go get him doggy. And uh, so, yeah, so there were nine minutes cut from this movie. And in 2009, Lionsgate got the, the licensing for it, for the home media rights or whatever. So they could release it on DVD and Blu-ray. So they released a unrated cut of the film that included three extra minutes uh, which pretty much is just the you got to see more of the kills, like the kills, like you got to see more of the gore. Which for some reason the version I saw last night didn't have the extended kills, like scenes, but I know what they are. It's weird. I don't know. Uh, and this was also the same year that the remake came out. So like My Bloody Valentine in two thousand and nine just blew up. So this. Of course, a very Canadian movie, as we stated before. This was filmed in the Sydney mines of Nova Scotia in 1980. 
And this stars uh, Paul Kelman as TJ Haniger, who was looking through the cast of this before. Uh, right after I watched the movie, I was like looking through the cast to see what people had been in because I just didn't recognize anybody. Uh, so many of the cast is, has passed away within the last 10 years. Like uh, the actor who played TJ, who I just mentioned, Paul Kelman, he passed away. Uh, oh, recently too. Don uh, Don Franks, who plays Chief Newbie, he passed away. I mean, he was pushing ninety, anyways. Uh, which to uh, I do want to do a side note on Don Franks. He was a prolific voice actor as well. He actually was the first voice of uh, Doctor Claw in Inspector Gadget, and his really? daughter is also voice actress Cree Summer, who was actually the original voice of Penny from Inspector Gadget in 1983. No you way. Would, she also is a very, she's a very famous voice actress. She is, she is Susie Carmichael in Rugrats. She is, uh, Elmra Duff in Tiny Toon Adventures. Yeah, she was, Elmont. of course we said Elmont. Inspector Gadget. She was in Clifford, the big red dog code, uh, code name kid next, kids next door, Atlantis, the lost empire, Danny phantom, I mean, she's gotta been... catch them all, Danny. Damn it, God, gotta catch, catch them all. Them all. Gotta catch... <laughs> I have a guy that I work with who does that bullshit. He's like, gotta catch them all. Something, Danny Phantom. I was like, don't fucking do that. Those, oh, that shit does not go together. He kills. So me. funny. You know, gotta he catch listens to all. this show. He fucking knows. She's <laughs> kills. Yeah. Me. So her voice is very iconic. If you know, yeah. like, just hearing Susie Carmichael's voice from Rugrats, I'm like, oh yeah. Because she uses a very similar voice for most of the characters that she would do. Uh, we have Lori Hallier as Sarah Mercer. She, I do want to mention one movie that she made. Uh, in 1996, a movie called Twister came out. Uh, love that movie. Uh, she was in a sci-fi kind of sci-fi <laughs> like <laughs> version of that movie. It was called Night of the Twisters that came out the same exact year. It was actually what? the debut film for a for the channel called the family channel yeah i wanted to okay. mention that yeah she was big in soap operas days of our lives and uh oh okay stuff like that one of those uh we have neil affleck who plays axel i to be honest the funniest thing is i saw his name i was like mm, i wonder if he's related to ben affleck <laughs> because they're the same exactly exact same exact spelling i was like maybe i know he's from like he's from boston but <laughs> i was like man maybe you know things yeah, things maybe are cousin something that way cool thing about neil affleck is uh he has he worked for this uh worked on the simpsons from 1991 to 2000 he was worked in the animation department he actually directed seven episodes of the show he worked on 52 episodes between 1991 and 2000 he also worked on shows such as rocco's modern life he actually directed a couple episodes of family guy uh, some classic kids shows, uh, Miss Spider's Sunny Patch Friends, which I remember seeing when I was a kid. Uh, he was also, as an actor, he was also in Scanners, which came out the same year as this. But I thought, I, I figured we always, it, Dan always likes to reference either Simpsons or SpongeBob. And to see somebody as a movie that we're talking about being a, a big part of one of those shows pretty cool I, so. I remember i remember some of the episodes too because he was like toward the end of the golden age that he was doing it it's usually yeah. like depending on your opinion it's around the 10th season that the that the kind of sort of the decline happened but uh no that's great i had to look him up but i want to say one thing about this man in this movie mm -hmm. his chin is just unapologetically aggressive <laughs> 
Like I just something about it, dude. He's got just a like, chin. Bam. He's like the There's crimson chin. Here comes the crimson chin. But he also did backyardigans. Is he, he trampling through the woods? Did he do the song? I don't know, but he Fucking did backyardigans. backyardigans. Could eat an ass, dude. <laughs> uh, we have Cynthia Dale as Patty. We have Keith Knight as Hollis. He also passed away. Uh, it's unfortunate that freaking mustache is just. Oh, dude, that's crazy. Uh, we have Alf Humphreys as Howard. He also passed away in 2018. He uh, died of brain cancer. I'm like, Damn. golly, this is just like, it's depressing. Like reading wow. through the cast. He was in First Blood. Yes. And X2. And X2. And X2. Holy yep. shit. Damn, bro. Diary of a Wimpy Kid. Sarah should be all about that. She likes that stuff. He oh, was yeah. in every single one of those live action ones. He was in some episodes of X-Files, Smallville. Stuff like that. He also uh, said on his Wikipedia page, I just want to mention this, that he says he was married to Elizabeth Moss. And I was like, excuse me? Looked her up. Not that Elizabeth Moss. And I'm like, no. why did you put it? Like, I don't know who. Like, What are we doing? Wikipedia. Uh, well, it has random on... <laughs> person who punched that into Wikipedia. Well, it has on IMDb. It does. It has her death date, but not her when she was born. Oh, like, it's just a question mark. Thank you, Internet. <laughs> So yeah, this this um this is a movie that definitely is kind of torn between people. That you either have people who really love this movie and hate the remake, or people who love the remake and just not a fan of this one. I just if I I don't know if there's there's probably people who like both of them, but it's either one or the other from what I've seen, uh, at least in my my travels through the internet and talking about the uh, the two movies, but um. Yeah, it, it was one of those what holiday can we make a horror movie off of? You know, they did Friday the 13th. They had done Black Christmas, of course. Halloween Is had there come an out Easter already. Easter horror movie? Yeah, there's a couple of them. Probably. Need, They're awful. They're <laughs> probably horrendous. But with with our 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 like this generation, I guess like the 20 like early mid, I guess early 2020s or whatever, the, like where we're getting those like horror spinoffs of iconic characters that shouldn't be in horror movies. I just want a SpongeBob themed one, right? Now hear me out on a SpongeBob themed one where it's just happy Leif Erickson day. And like, <laughs> stay, tuned, sub- every- like, stay tuned everybody. There might be, I don't know by the time you hear this episode or what, there might be a, a show or some sort of thing that I'm going to be doing with somebody else of just talking about these awful public domain horror movies that are going to be coming out or have already been released. So stay tuned for that. Oh, no. <laughs> the subtitle better be Hadinga-dinga-dergen. <laughs> Please. Uh, the, fun, the funny thing about this is this movie was actually filmed in a, in a coal mine. Yeah. And they actually had people go down to the coal mine to like fix it up to make it not look so grimy and i guess they did too good of a job and they cleaned it up too much where they're like uh we need to make this look dirtier it's a fucking coal mine <laughs> we gotta do something they real? dude that blows my mind that they like went that far like i i, <laughs> I mean it i could tell it was filmed like in some actual cave but that's just like i wonder if you could get away with that like nowadays could you do that like all the liability like filming yeah, in a right. coal mine? Oh, it's the early eighties. What are you major talking about? Insurance. Oh, absolutely. I mean, yeah, that's why they got away with it for sure. Well, I mean, there's not too much more I can talk about here. If you want to know more about the history of this movie, there's a great podcast called Vintage Video Pod. They did an amazing episode talking about this and kind of giving you more of a behind the scenes look 
with this. So make sure to listen to that episode. The music was done by Paul Zaza, who also wrote that awesome The Ballad of Harry Warden song that plays at the end of this movie. Dude, I love that song. So good. It's very folky. I like it. Very folky. Like legitimately, like unironically like it. I it kind of just like blew me away. I was like, did they really write a song about the movie? Like, okay. All right. I'm down. Uh this uh, this the budget was 2.3 million dollars. It made 5.7 million dollars at the box office. There you go. So not terrible for the time, especially for the type of movie it was and how often we were getting these movies. Is that Canadian dollars? Because that may be like 20 to 30 bucks. <laughs> Damn it, Adam. Well, he can he can say it though. He's Canadian. So I think it'd be more more funny if this shit was filmed in Alberta. I would like be all over him about that. <laughs> all right. Well, if you guys are ready, I'm ready. Let's jump into the plot and let's dissect. Dissect that film. film. Oh, we're, gonna, we're gonna fuck it up every yeah, we're time. We're gonna fuck it up every time care. and it's gonna be great. Yeah. I'm just gonna, gonna get a we're just gonna get a voice. I completely I'm just missed a, the <laughs> I'm just gonna press a button just so I can just do it. No, no, don't because I want at some point when people actually listen to this show, I want them to, I want them to go on YouTube and make a supercut of every time we do that. Just every fucking time. Dissect what? that film, saying dissect that film for ten hours. As long as I don't have oh, to shit. do it, that's perfectly no, fine. No, no, no. It's, um, we got, um, it's gonna be a totally fan okay cut. With it. Please. Our fans Please will someone do, it once do we that. get some. <laughs> so the movie opens to i in my notes it just says hi hi ho hi ho a miner's life for me and um then we get a really odd like almost sex scene where you think it's just two miners like in the mine and then (laughs) this it's just it's a woman in one of the suits like stripping down and she's got a she's got a heart tattoo she's got the tiffany valentine tattoo from bride of chucky before bride of chucky so so See the inspiration I just, there. I just Jennifer thought this Tilly. was the opening. This was exactly there. You go. I thought this was just the opening cinematic to meet and fuck coal miner. <laughs> and, and and for and for old school new grounds folks, you're asking yourself you if know. you were. You're asking yourself if you clicked on the right video. You're like, did I click on my bloody Valentine or did I click on <laughs> the porn parody? What's happening? Uh, well, it kind of looks like because she's like, you got a mighty fine trunk there, Elephant Man, and I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Not talking about his penis. This is actually no. not a metaphor. No, it's, it's weird. Like, yeah. So he, the other miner, puts his pickaxe into the wall, and then you know she starts to strip <clears> down, and she's like stroking the the tube off of the, the mask, and then he sees the heart on her chest, and he just starts going into like convulsions to the point <laughs> where he pushes her into the pickaxe, and you can actually the great effect of it going. Yeah like poking through the skin and then it emerges i'm like yes so good so not good. the penetration people were expecting but they still got it but the I penetration i wanted not the, not the penetration you need not the penetration you deserve but the penetration that you need it's kind of cool what you <laughs> i think thought he was just <laughs> prematurely finishing well, well like this woman like she has to have some weird like third reich gestapo gas mask fetish thing i'm just like wow lady i mean whatever you gotta do bro she was stroking it and her hair was perfect when it came out of that mask just saying she does the the hair flip i'm like wow no she just got her hair done yeah she's in that suit with the mask on the hood up like i wonder if she was was a lady of the night and this dude had to pay a lot extra for some role play 
Like we'll never know. Hey, what's what's my motivation? Well, you're currently being kidnapped <laughs> by the mole people, and <laughs> so we then jump to some more miners. Uh, miners meaning people that work in a mine. I just want to clarify that before we go on because I swear every single time if people are going to they're going to hear something weird. No. Miners with an e. Not a no. Not a no. Yes. So they're they're coming up from the mine. They're showering, they're like slapping each other, they're, they're fucking sword fighting in the showers. Yeah, this you can hear like so weird. people run by and they're fucking thunder cheeks clapping. <laughs> they're like they're like snapping each other with towels. Like and wrestling like, in the shower. They're, hello? I think they made fun of a dude for having a big dick. And I was like, that was a thing? Usually it was the other way around. Like, what? I know, normally. Thing? Like, ah. And then we get more elephants. He's like, look at that fucking python on him. Ha <laughs> loser. You're like. I was wondering why you always had bruised thighs, you little bitch. <laughs> Tuck that thing back. <laughs> He's like, the Tic Tac is the way to go. <laughs> So they take a shower and they're they got a, they're like oh gotta go get beers, <laughs> yeah. And they all are running out like they're not even fully dressed yet. They're like hopping around trying to get their pants back on. Or then the other go. guy that's trying to help the one guy get his pants up. Like, <laughs> does he need help? It's so well, funny. Well, dude, the one dude whips a bar of soap at the other dude and like hits him in the shoulder. I thought he was like ah, but no, he just like lathers it in. Yeah. Like I was <laughs> like, dude, I don't think that's necessary, but sure. Yeah, you kind of meet all of our core group here and you find you also find out that one of the guys is dating another guy's ex-girlfriend and it's, it's weird guy. the guy can't buckle his own pants oh hollis is Sorry. hollis is the best okay he boots the fucker in the ass He's he like, does <laughs> but they all get in their they're all getting their really cool cars oh i love the cars in <laughs> with some <laughs> with some banjo music playing in the background well i i some highlights I want to point out is my favorite of all of these is the Volkswagen Beetle that's been converted into a pickup truck. Yes. That's fucking truck. brilliant. But like, I just, I love the, the array of vehicles in this. It's just fucking wonderful. So cool. So we find out where we are. We're in Valentine's bluff. <laughs> wow. Irony here. Huh? Right. So they're going to a, so they're, they're doing a, a Valentine's Day dance in the town. So they're decorating. It's way over the top. I've never seen this much decorations for Valentine's Day in my life. I understand your town is called Valentine's Bluff, but wow. Mabel. Oh, shit, dude. You need to chill. Fuck. We don't even have that much decoration for the street festival that happens downtown. We no. have a banner and that's it. So the yeah, you you but you find out why it's all happening is because they haven't had a Valentine's Day dance in the town in 20 years. So now that it is the mayor has kind of okayed it, they're go Mabel who's like the organizer of the whole thing is just going ham on decorating. Like and all the guys show up to the like dance hall or wherever the party's going to be held and that's when we meet that's when we find out who's with who. <laughs> Everybody's giving kisses and greeting each or other. Or trying and, to be with who? Oh, well, you got the you, well. You got uh, Axel kissing Sarah through the ladder. You got the one guy who legit picks his girlfriend up by her head. I was like, is that is that a boy? I thought it was like a young kid that he was like picking up because all you could see was hair, and that was it. I was like, okay. like he just grabs her head like this and lifts her a good eight to ten inches off the ground which my brothers used to do that to me when i was a kid nice. i can tell you it's not comfortable 
No. She seemed to have a good time. Maybe she's (laughs) into that. There are people like that. So, yeah, I I just I just had to I have to admire Hollis's stash. That stash is glorious. Well, do you notice Hollis and his lady are like the most like normal, like down to earth? Like she just runs up and like they give a kiss. Yeah. In reality, you would probably I think most I think nowadays you would look at that and be like, oh, wow, that's not a couple you would expect like that's like she's so out of his league but it's like but then you you see him throughout the movie and he's just the coolest dude like i would want to be friends with this guy like there's not a lot of these people in this movie that i'd be like i'd, I'd be friends with them no hollis 100 i want to be friends with that guy dude he's fucking awesome he's so down to earth he's like you guys don't be fucking idiots all right yeah so we then meet the mayor and he's kind of he's kind of iffy about the whole thing he, he's he's just kind of nervous. He's like, we haven't had one of these dances in 20 years. Like, I just don't want something to happen. Like something could happen. And she, and Mabel's like, can you just chill the hell out here? Somebody gave you this gift or actually, no, he goes to the, they go to the, uh, to like the dance hall. And what's his face? Um, Howard scares him because he looks like he he gets all like made up. Like he has a, a a head injury scares them both pretty much like pushes Mabel over. I'm like, damn, dude. Take that, you old lady. <laughs> and of course he goes in there pretty much messing with them. And then you find out that uh TJ is his son. And I guess he went to the West Coast or something to try to live his life and it didn't work out for him. So now he's back here working in the mine. And uh yeah, that's kind of the whole story with that. And of course it's an awkward situation because he used to date Sarah and now axles with sarah and it's it's a thing that i didn't really give a shit about in this movie like every time something would happen with this trio i'm like Ugh, i don't care no. oh my god i know i we'll get to it more later but yes but the mayor and the chief have to go to another town i guess i guess they like they're driving to another town to talk to yeah. somebody i can't remember I the remember exact the information behind it but the the mayor gets a gift. He gets a Valentine's, you know, like a chocolate box. But he opens it up. He gets a note. And at first, and then it throws him off because it's, uh, there's a human heart in the box. Yep. Yes. Well, with the very cryptic note, like the notes, like very. I can't remember what that note said. I don't remember. Something about the dance. Stopping the dance or something. I forget what it says. Or something. Yeah. It had to do with like, you, you know like forgetting like you can't forget what happened or something like that you know you're gonna do the dance or whatever but the crazy thing is is when that happens they pull off to the side and they have to go back to the town and when they turn around there's a dog that just runs out into the road and almost gets hit like an actual dog yes i was like there's no way that's scripted we were like talking about this when we watched it like this dog lurches at the truck and like bounces off of it and then like runs off and i was like I thought I was about to witness a dog dying. I was very scared. Oh, I'm filled. Well, at the time, nobody probably would have gave a shit. Like, they would have allowed it. It's like so. they killed a snake a year before in Friday the 13th. So. One in the Cannibal Holocaust, all their dumb shit. Uh, so in the quotes, it says, this is, what he, this is what he reads. From the heart comes a warning filled with bloody good cheer. Remember what happened as the 14th draws near. There you go. And he says, it can't be happening again. Yeah. He literally is like, this can't be happening again. <laughs> Feels kind of underacted, but okay. 
Like I'm more like sold by what the like the the chief is. He's like, what the fuck? Like he's just like, yeah. He's like, uh, you want to explain what the hell's going on? What what the hell? I you love just got? when he opens the box though, and he sees the heart, and he's just like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> so Bro. we're at the we're at like the local bar now, and we meet our crazy Ralph character of the movie, and that yes. is the barkeep, and he is pretty much telling the story uh, about what happened 20 years ago. So. 20 years ago. Actually, I don't know if he explains the story yet. Oh, no, maybe yeah, he, he does. does. He does. Okay. He does. So he, so 20 years ago. 1960. Yes, because we're in 1980 in the movie. Yeah. That's so, just because the cake said Valentine's The cake. Yeah, it did. Yeah. So 20 years ago, there was, you know, there were miners working and then the. Six of them. Yep. The supervisors left early and didn't check like the. Was it the what is what is the lethal oh, gas methane, and the methane. Metha, the methane level? They left to go to the party before kind of letting the miners know, and then the mine blew up, and it trapped all the miners down below. And by the time they got to them, they only had one. There was only one survivor, Harry Warden, who was found eating the others pretty much to survive, and he pretty much vowed. Uh, revenge on the supervisors he and he killed them both and pretty much stopped the and pretty much he vowed to kill anyone in later years who either got near the mine or were like partying or you know celebrating valentine's day or whatever it was hmm. and everybody's like shut up man you're so full of shit like no yeah. one cares about this it's just a freaking legend well, the 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 di- the dude that worked at the bar, he was a miner. He was one of the guys that helped pull him out. Oh yes, 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 yeah. Because he was he was like, yeah, I uh, I remember that because I'm the one who found him. So he was like, was like the first one who saw him eating someone. He's like, I was fucking there. Yeah, <laughs> death curse. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, that's what the, I mean. It's funny as hell that this is like another crazy Ralph. Except for this character is in the movie more than Crazy yeah, Ralph ever a, was. Just a little bit more. We also get the weird song that they sing to the barmaid. <laughs> like the just it's just getting pretty much a song about how she's a virgin and that she should get her cherry popped. And I was like, All right, well, that sucked. <laughs> and she's like she's like, Oh, you guys, and like runs yeah. away. <laughs> so they find out the heart is real and it's from a woman who's thirty years old. And I'm like, Wow, that was odd that you found that out oddly specific yeah okay and yeah they're pretty much like he's back harry warden is back and he is uh he's back to kill more people and they're like okay i guess we're gonna we gotta go back and warn everybody we gotta stop this dance this is when we get the laundromat scene with mabel where you get it kind of from a uh, first person view of the killer as he is in the laundromat he hides on her she finds a valentine's box that is left there and she gets the note where it says roses are red violets are blue one of them is dead and so are you and then she gets attacked and that's that's that for now that is that i was like oh he writes very good poems Uh, at least he tries the the killer's got some effort you know he's got some class he's not just he's not just going around killing people he's putting some work into it He's putting heart into yeah. it. For one, yes. the, fact, the, fact that he is, is, but... the fact that he is running around this town 
and probably a hot ass miners outfit to kill people. That's another yeah. that's like that's another kudo. Like the fact that people wear costumes to do this. It's like I'm like sweating watching this. Like it's meant just imagine wearing that mask. Just, I can't see it's all fogged up. I know. No shit, dude. <laughs> well, uh, I, we should state where did you watch this movie? On Amazon. We actually watched a version. We found it by chance on what we watched. What movie did we watch on here? The Tarantula on archive.org. Oh, you should support the official release, mind you. But it was on here. It was the DC remaster. So I believe it was the uncut version. And the one that shows more of the kills. Yeah. Yeah. They cleaned up a bunch of the, um, it looks great, but if you want to watch it on there, if you, if you, I mean, you should buy the movie. It, it definitely looks but better than some that we've watched. It looked pretty good. Scream Factory actually released the 4K of this last year, I believe, or oh, a couple years ago. Yeah. So, yeah, you could get that version, which I might look yeah. into. Uh, so, yeah, we then go to the junkyard where they're cooking food on the engines of their car. Okay, sure. Dude, listen, this this really speaks to me. <laughs> That's a Dodge. No, mine's Ford. I thought it was a Dodge box. And then it's Ford. Hey, I've watched people oh, cook I, food on their engine blocks. It's yes. Pretty impressive. Yes. What was the movie where it said that there's not a Blu-ray of? Is it The Faculty? Yes. That's just got announced for a Blu-ray or a 4K today. Ooh, that's exciting. Just so you know. I've seen it. I was like, wait a minute. Hey, we, Because it was Faculty and Phantom that. paired together. So <laughs> Phantoms. So we just got to wait for Phantoms to get its treatment now. Hell yeah. Um, I get a bowl. We, we did that. We caused, we caused that. We did. Fuck yeah, we did. <laughs> We're going to take all the credit. So during all this fun at the junkyard, this is when Axel and TJ kind of get together and kind of talk about their situation. You know, Axel's like, listen, man, it's like, this is this is how it is. Like, she's with me now. You just got to deal with it. They both have a harmonica off. You know, they're playing harmonicas against each other. <laughs> they play They play the it, devil went down to Georgia. <laughs> yes. Yes, please. Please. And, and this is when you start to get the real, like, deep, Canadian accents coming out of these guys, especially the actor who plays TJ. This wow. I'm so sorry. <laughs> dude, I can I just say it now? I mean, I'll talk about it when we do a thing. I fucking hate both these dudes. Well, no, specifically, I hate fucking TJ. I don't know if I hate them. Like, I... Like, they're, like, not, like, as the, like, acting or anything, but, they're like, TJ's a fucking asshole. Yes, he is. TJ's very confusing back? because after this conversation, Hollis walks up to him. And he was just like, hey, is everything good? And he's like, yeah, you know, I don't blame him. You know, I, I can't be mad at him. It's not his fault about what's going on. And it's like, okay, so this guy is not a complete douche. But then later on, he like, kidnaps Sarah, brings her to a place, I guess they had sex, and is like, you know, you want to meet it with me and just makes out with her. And I'm like, what? What Do a... you remember this place? Well, even, even then, he, he says, one of the other lines he says the whole it's nobody's fault. It's fear of fucking fault, TJ. Stop fucking with other people just because you, yeah. you can't go back and make it. You left for however long to go, you know, smack your dick against a maple tree back in the west coast of Canada or wherever the fuck you were. And you can't come back here and just think that everything's going to be normal again. Like these people were established and you're fucking everything up for them. Yeah, that's the thing is like she even says, like, you didn't call. You didn't try to communicate with me. So like, what was I supposed to do? I'm not going to wait for you. Like, if you had called she me left. and said, hey, you know, you know, we work something out and whatever. But no. you just left and just that was it. Yeah. Oh, so <laughs> this is when the, the chief calls the I guess the hospital that Harry Warden is supposed to be at. And they're like, we have no records of Harry Warden. And I'm like, 
What do you mean? He's been there for 20 years. What do you mean you don't have a record? You later find out the whole twist and still like. Which is good. Yeah, but it's the fact of like, where do you just throw the records away? I feel like there was some tampering. Oh, absolutely. Because it I just doesn't make sense. After a certain point, they throw them away. And even the chief is like, what? Huh? Can you? Okay. Yeah. Just find some info and let me know. Like, what the? Yeah. I don't even know what I'm listening to right now. They ask her to dig through, dig through the microfish. I like Hollis's hat. Kiss my ass. Oh, dude. I want his hat. <laughs> Hollis, dude. Hollis is like my fucking hero in this movie, dude. Oh, he's the best. He is literally the best part of this movie. So, yeah, this is uh, Sarah doesn't want to go to the dance because she doesn't know. She doesn't know what to do with these two guys. I'm like, you are with one guy. Like, you are with Axel. What is the confusion here? I understand your ex-boyfriend's back. You're still in love with him. Blah, blah, blah. But you're currently with this dude. If you don't want to be with him, break up with him. Yeah. Shit or get off the pot, lady. Like, it shouldn't be this thing was like, I don't know who to choose. It's like, I don't think that's how it works when you're technically in the relationship with one guy. Just because you used to be in a relationship with the other guy? Like, I, I don't think that's how that works, Sarah. I know they're supposed to be younger people, but this shit just all comes off like like high school drama. Yeah, because they're, they're not in high school. They're not in high school. Everybody's drinking drink, constantly. Which I think in Canada is 18. I don't know. Well, plus, they all work at a coal mine. It looks like exactly. they've been there for a while. Yeah. So they're at least in their mid-20s, <laughs> at least. I forgot to mention that earlier. When, they're de- when they come up from the mine, there's like the, uh, there's like the lower level guys, like the guys who haven't been there that long, that they make them walk all the way back instead of riding up. And then I, I was listening Bye. to, I was listening to another podcast talking about the movie. It's like, that's like a three mile walk. I'm yeah, like, listen, what? Their legs are fine. Listen, we talked about a about mines and shit not long ago on the show. So we go back and watch our Rodan episode. We actually talked about the same fucking shit for a while, but they didn't make oh anybody. My walk. God, that's right. There is a yep. scene in this movie that is almost identical Mm-hmm. To a scene in Rodan. That is wild. Yep. I didn't think that Rodan was going to get connected to anything else we talked about, but I didn't are. think it's always sort of watching meat and fuck um, coal miners. <laughs> six degrees of Kevin Bacon. We're just playing it a different way. Six degrees of Rodan. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Uh, this is when the sheriff goes and visits Mabel, and uh, he finds a little bit more than he wanted to as he opens up one of the dryers, and her melted body just flops out of there. We called this. He's oh, so he's relaxed. saying she's in the she, he's like she's our, she's in the dryer. You can see oh, it's one of the dryers has blood. But on it. it's yeah. before then. I was like, damn, she's got a good beat going on. <laughs> well, at first he takes off the big heart that was on one of them and kind of like turns, turned it upside, upside down. Turns upside down. Yeah, and he was kind of like, huh. And then yeah, he opens. You see the blood on the inside, and he opens it up. How he missed it. The effects look well, really cool on her. And like, yeah, yeah, it was look. really good. The reason he takes the heart off to begin with is because all he doesn't notice it right away, but all the hearts are flipped upside down. But he passes it twice. Yeah, it's right there. It's yeah. right there. Yeah, I know. Well, he's not looking for it. He's just looking for her. But he's standing right beside I know. the dryer. Our daughter walked and by, he's like, by me while I was walking and hiding behind a chair. That she could easily see me behind her. She walked by me twice. If you're not looking for it, you're not looking for it. So this is when you go back, Axel and TJ uh, go at it in the mine. They start making out viciously. Yeah, it was like deep tongue tickle in the back of the throat. It was weird. I was like, what movie are we watching? No, I'm just kidding. No, they they like start going at it down there, and Hollis is like, can we not down here? Like, what are we doing? He fucking like chokes one of them, doesn't he? Or is that later? No, that was, that was, that was a later, later scene. Yeah. Fucking arm lock and then chokes his ass. 
Why so, is she using why is she using pancake mix as like fucking cleaning? I think like it's correct. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. So we then go back to the laundry mat. And why are we all hanging out in here? Like, why are we like the mayor's in there now? They're like the mayor's like smoking a cigar and he's like, oh, the smell is like, go outside. Is the cigar so important right now? <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Allow us to tamper with the fucking crime scene. Yeah, and you. I mean, and, he already has. He's put his hand all over the dryer. Well, he also he also discovers that there's a Valentine inside her chest cavity where her heart. Oh was. yeah, that was good. It's a really good, really cool touch there. The and life. pretty much, no, this the is of my heart where you used to be. Yeah, <laughs> well, it's a great song. I'm gonna go ahead. And this is uh, there's a hole in her chest where her heart used to be. This pretty much <laughs> solidifies the fact that the dance is canceled. Like, nah, like people are dead now. Like the woman who organized the whole thing is dead brutally. <laughs> so yeah, I don't think we're doing a dance. I like how everybody's like, "Well, what are we supposed to do?" We were so excited. It's like, you, you did you not hear me? Two people are dead. Mabel is dead. Listen, if you go around screaming Harry Warden, we're gonna have a panic on Valentine's weekend. Oh, there's, <laughs> there was a couple scenes that really had a Jaws flashback. Yeah, me. yeah. I thought about like the mayor's not an asshole. He's not like that. He wants no. to stop. Like I just get the vibes from him. No, this but town is many... literally built on that coal mine and that bar. Yes. <laughs> and rock and roll. Yeah. Okay. How many times did they not learn about Halloween? Like, hey, somebody died. Let's maybe not go trick or treating. Right. No. Never. They still went trick or treating. <laughs> Oh, this is, yeah, we talked about this scene already. I'll just kind of breeze through the fact that TJ just kidnaps Sarah at her job. She's like, I don't want to go. I don't want to go. He's like, don't worry. Get in the car. She's like, in the, like he kidnaps her from her job. <laughs> I'm like, okay. And stuffs her ass in the fucking Camaro. Like, get in there, bitch. Yeah, and, Jesus, then, lady. and then they go down Jesus, to this man. spot that they supposedly did it at. It's like, do you remember this spot? And then you get this really somber music, and I'm just looking around going, what movie am I watching right now? Like, what is going on? I don't care about any of this. No. No. And this is when you get the another, like, just, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. And yeah, you get the awkward makeout session. Uh, dude, it's so weird, dude. Like, I don't, this this lady is, I hate this, because this just <laughs> feels like shitty teen drama. It oh, really absolutely. is what it fucking feels like. So yeah, she's walking home. You get a really this. I actually like the scene. You get the tense scene where she's walking back through a neighborhood. It just looks like a bunch of shacks. And you think like this, she's going to be the next one to go. But she actually runs into the chief with his four and a half foot long Magalite. This thing. Yes. This thing was a baseball bat with a with a flashlight at the end. Like, holy shit. I knew Magalites were big, but wow, that one was big. He could have fit like he could have had four people holding that thing at the same time. <laughs> what if he's got like what if he's got smaller mag lights inside of it in case that one dies? He's just like, that's my back, screws, my mag light. Screws the back. It's two now. Or it's like it's like Darth Maul's lightsaber. He yes. just it's like <laughs> and like breaks it in half. Fucking duel of fates. We used to have a flashlight. I, Dad probably still has it. Those I, things eat batteries. Dude, I, I have heard stories of people like, why do they have such big flashlights? So they can fucking bludgeon people with it if they needed to. Like oh, that's what so they were the board. It, it's it was so. But big. the one he had also, you could twist the end, and it would the expand beam. the beam. 
shoe could light up the whole neighborhood. As far as fucking Commissioner Gordon does have let's call the bats. Like, yeah, that's all he needs. He's, he's just standing on top of one of the buildings. Come on, Batman. My arms are getting tired. Well, with all them fucking, fuck what, Timu, whatever flashlights always advertise, it's like a fucking solar flare in a fucking what, what, in your hand. What? Why doesn't Gordon have one of those? I like, made Batman! that Timu. Remember, I Timu. made that comment during this movie, and I cannot remember where I made it. Fucking chopping oh, like a billionaire. Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> That's what I said. Stupid oh, ads. Man. I'm so, still gonna shop there, but stupid ads. So back at the bar. They are bummed that there's no party, and they're like, "Oh, what if we had a party at the mine? Like, they, there's a, yeah. there's like a a wreck building that they have like a pool table party, like pretty much have a party there." And they're like, "Yeah," and of course the barkeep's like, "Nah, no party. Harry Warden's gonna come for you. He's gonna kill you." And they're like, "Shut up. We're gonna go." Well, TJ's a fucking asshole anyway. He walks like before all this happens, he walks up to the barkeep and he's like, Yeah, man, I don't remember the barkeeper's name. I can't fucking recall. I don't know. He's like, he's like, hey, I want another one. Instead of just sitting on the counter, just fucking whips the bill at him. They haven't even started arguing, just throws his the fucking name money is happy. at him. His name's happy. Yeah. Yes, his name is happy. He's not happy. Not happy. <laughs> no, he's not happy. <laughs> Damn it's geez. a very ironic name. I love what he like <laughs> after after the party is planned, he's just like assholes. Yeah, yep. he tries to warn him, but nobody wants to listen to him. Yeah, and then you see this uh, drunk old man wandering through the mine, or like wandering through the area. I think is the mine, and he's breaking in. You're like, who's this dude? And then you find out it's the barkeep, like dressed yep. up in the mine outfit, and he's gonna set up like a contraption to prank the kids to scare them away. So he sets up like this whole thing that he has to check six times. Like he keeps opening, he's like, <laughs> and he shuts it. He's like, <laughs> he just keeps I doing know, it dude. until he opens it one too many times. And Harry Warren's there and puts his pickaxe through his chin. And in the unrated cut where you actually get to see it, it pokes out his eye. That's the yep. one we watched. I didn't see. I didn't see that in my I'm version. Sorry, it looks so good. No, I I've seen it. I it they show it in the yeah. kill count. So I if was able he would have walked it, away from the the time before drunk. and not second guessed it because he's like, wait a minute, and he goes back because I called it. I'm like, he's gonna be in there. I don't know if he was second guessing. I think he was just having too much fun with it. Like he was laughing every time he'd open that door. Well, because well, he is pissed off like every other time you see him. So but this is, like, then a little bit you get to see him having. Well, a good he's time. laughing, and then you see his face kind of go, huh? And he turns back around. It's like, don't, don't, just go opposite direction. Just keep going. Did you notice? I, I wonder because he's like, huh? I know why. I know why. I just hit me why he doesn't. Because the last time he goes to check it, the but third time he opens the door, the arm doesn't come up. Yeah. Yeah. So he realizes something's wrong. Yeah, it's like, no, nope, He reset bye. the arm the other two times. And he's like, wait a minute, maybe it's just me. And he goes back and checks mm -mm. it. And then that's when. No, just go Even though I kept calling Harry Shear for some reason. I don't know why. The funny <laughs> thing was, for me, I noticed this when I watched the movie, but also it was verified when uh, I was listening to a podcast talking about this movie, was why did Harry, or who we assume is Harry, kill him? When he is warning people of it, he's kind of on Harry's side. Like he's just like he knows that Harry's a real thing. Like why does he just kill him because he's there? Like is Harry just killing to kill? Based on this kill, yes, there is no well, like a, rhyme or reason behind what he's doing, other than well, he doesn't want people having fun on Valentine's Day. 
True. And what we find out later, at the end, like in the, in the climax, it kind of makes sense because he's like, if this person keeps going, he's going to spoil my fun. Yeah. So uh, yeah. we don't need to scare everybody away. I, I'm assuming that's yeah, the idea. Yeah, I just assumed that he assuming. was trying to keep people from, uh, keep the bartender from scaring people off. He still right. wants them to do their stuff so he can have his fun. So the chief gets a valent- his a valentine from Mabel, but it's too late. Like, he thinks it's like another bloody gift. But it's actually it's actually chocolate, so and he's kind of confused. But then he hears barking outside, so he goes outside and he sees dogs going after this another Valentine's box. And I well, guess these were actually like s- stray dogs. Like these weren't actually dogs from the production; these were stray dogs. Because there's a there's a dog that goes after the chief. Like he's literally yeah. like barking, like going after him and. This dude doesn't flinch. He's just like, get out of here. Get out of here. <laughs> See, that's what I thought. These I was dogs like, were doesn't... acting for free. No. They, they were stray dogs, I guess. <laughs> I kind of like the chief's reaction when he opens it, and then he does realize it's for Mabel, but then it kind of hits him that she's dead, and he's like, mm. Yeah. Right. But he also, he's also like, this one, he was like, um, I'm going to go check on the mine again just to see what's going on over there. <sighs> so... Yeah, the party. It's pretty cool. I wish I went to this party. Pretty, pretty not not what they were fucking serving for food. Oh, know. the damn boiled hot dogs. Oh, the, you mean the gray Fuck hot dogs? Those. If you, you ever have grown up eating boiled hot dogs, please do yourself a favor and stop. And fucking stop. Stop. Broil them in the oven. I love boiled them. hot dogs. I love boiled hot dogs. I love hot dogs. I eat hot dogs raw. My dad does too. I can't do it. You're disgusting. <laughs> I'm gonna judge you silently. No, no I to, will judge you dude, not we used, silently. We used to boil hot dogs. My my mom used to. And, I used to like, once we got to once we got together, we started broiling them. Why did we do no, that? No, because you tried to boil the first night that we had hot dogs. Stop it! I um I need to use my hand, sir. I just want to grab your finger. He brings out a pot. And puts water in it. I was like, what the hell are you doing? He's like, I'm making the hot dogs. I'm like, no, the fuck you're not. I'm like, you turn that broiler on right now. Mind you, when we first got together, she was not this sassy. I just want to point that out. But carry on. There's a little bit of embellishment. Listen, for the longest time, if I wanted hot dogs and I wanted them to be hot, I would put some slice. (laughs) I put some slice. I put some slices in them and I put them in the microwave for a minute. That wouldn't fine. be That's as acceptable. that wouldn't be as bad as uh, boiling either, in hot water. I hot dogs for me though have to be on the grill. I have to I, they have to be grilled. They have to have some sort of char on them. I love so burnt if you put, hot if dogs. You, mm. If you broil them in the oven, that's what you get. You just it's if, it's basically a cheaper version of putting them on the grill. Yeah, we didn't have a grill growing if, up. If you don't have a grill accessible, it's the same thing. It's just flipped. Except if you want like the charcoal flavor, like we use a gas grill. But if you use charcoal, you won't get that. That's yeah. literally just a grill upside yeah. down. You broil it. So that's normally what we do. You guys can do what you want. But listen, if you boil something in water, it takes the flavor away. So you know, water does not add flavor. If you're injecting water into something, you're taking it away. <laughs> so. What? What do you mean? Throwing that out there. Anyway, carry on. I like how we had a hot hot dog ethics conversation. Yeah. Got to have our side tangents, you know? Yeah. 
Uh, there's more to Love Triangle problems that I don't give a shit about. Um, <clears throat> we get two of the characters that go off and have are about to do it in the, I guess the prep room where everybody has their uniforms hanging up. Yes, but, I'm assuming because she's like, "How did he get these down?" It's everybody. I just, lo- I just love. She's like, "Oh, we do need something," and he's like, "Oh, don't worry, I got it." Whips out a condom. She's like, "No, I need a beer." And he's like, "Oh, okay." What's like, oh, condom? Boy. No, I said, "I said, oh, I just have this condom in my wallet. You know, the one that was tacked up to the board." <laughs> Little pinholes aren't gonna matter. I can't get out to that. Mom well, left me one. The funniest thing is my, uh, when he leaves to go get the beer, she's like, well, that's never going to end well. <laughs> Knowing Did what, your wife watch this with you? She she watched most of it. Probably the majority of it with me. Uh, um, so, yeah, this is when... Oh, we, we forgot to mention that one of the characters gets his face boiled. In the hot dog water. In the hot dog Chocolate water. starfish. In the hot dog flavored water. I mean, water. he probably shit his <laughs> pants, too, at this point. Just so oh, absolutely. But this, but then we're back there because the the guy who left his girlfriend in that room to go get some beers goes into the kitchen as the girls are fucking with the hot dogs. But then they pull out a boiled heart and they're like, "Ew!" And it's like that is not my reaction to seeing that. Mine is like, "That's a human heart." Okay, like you're not mistaking yeah. that for anything else. <laughs> yeah, and the people are like, "Cause it's got just the guy fucking around." Why would you yeah. continue to eat the hot dogs? Yeah, Ooh. and of course because of them reacting to the heart, the guy gets too distracted when he grabs the beers where he doesn't see the dude's body in the fridge. He's just chilling. He's just, he's just chilling. Um, literally, this is when, this is when the dude's girlfriend gets attacked by the coats. The I don't believe in dry cleaning. Of, what the, the fuck? face to the side of the because before he she's like, show me how you pull. How do you get them down? Yeah. It's like pull that string. It's like just tell her to pull. Just tell her that you pull the string to get them down. You don't have to have her. Oh, that's yeah, so cool. she gets hit in the face with yeah. a jacket. Like <laughs> knocks her out. I don't. I don't know how clothing storage works in Canada. Why can't we just hang them on a rack? I don't know, Dan. Just call it Centos. They'll just bring it on a rack. This is also 1980. Did they not have coat? Did they not have hangers in 1980? (laughs) Listen, it's a coal mine. Do you think they were really? (laughs) They probably didn't care as long as their clothes didn't touch the floor. I don't think they were. They were worried about that type of shit. She had more hot dogs. Why did she pour more juice into the hot dogs? (laughs) Why? We gotta make the broth together. It won't (laughs) taste good. (laughs) We have it going, and it's the part where she pulls the heart out. But she's like dumping more, like. Not regular water into this pot. I know what I'm going to do. I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to go to the company that sells bouillon cubes, and I'm going to (laughs) make hot dog flavored bouillon cubes. Introducing the chocolate starfish. Hot dog flavored water. water. (laughs) I am sure that there would be people that would buy that. Oh, I know they would. Dude, they have the straw that they drink out of the fucking glizzy. <laughs> the fact that like you just used the word glizzy. Thank you, Dan. <laughs> I don't normally use that. Thank you to the internet and my children for that. It, normally the, I say hot dogs. Our, our children, they're like glizzies and wieners, and uh, they think I, it's funny. My daughter says wiener, and I, I fucking love it. It's hilarious. 
I cannot not have her. Just like how she says Tootsie Rolls. She says Tootsie. She says Tootsie Rolls. It's <laughs> fucking wonderful. It. I said always say that do never change. Do you look at her and go, Tootsie Rolls are disgusting. I love no, they're so we love awful. them. They're so awful. Uh, I love love them. See, have, there, there we go. You, I'll send you a bag. I'll send you a bag of Tootsie Rolls that are sitting in my cabinet that no one in my Please. house is going to touch. It's like candy Please. corn. That get both of those out of here. <laughs> okay, I can. Okay, okay. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go off on another tangent here. People complain about candy corn because it's gross. Yeah, being the worst Halloween candy. It's what not. about the damn peanut butter kisses and the orange and black wrappers? Those things are sh- fucking disgusting. Or the taffy. Like oh, that, the taffy that's just that like you... the the generic ones, right? It's not. It's like the knockoff Reese's peanut butter cups. No, no, no. The, they're the... like chewy. They're like almost like a taffy kind of. You'll oh. see them as like they're like Mary Jane's or whatever is the company name. Sounds There's cool. not even they're weed dis- in them. They're disgusting. <laughs> they're worse than candy corn. I can at least eat a handful of candy corn and be, you know, fine. Mm-mm. You take one of those peanut butter kisses and you're chewing on it for, you know, 15, 20 minutes. No. Ew, nasty. Yeah. It doesn't taste like no peanut boy. butter. What's going on, guys? Welcome to the Flicks and Friends podcast. I'm Dustin. I'm Paul. And I'm Sean. Join us each week as we sift through movies and discuss a variety of theme months and determine whether they're blockbusters or blockbusted. Previous themes include Animation Month, 80s Horror, and under 10% on Rotten Tomatoes, just to name a few. We have weekly guests, fan favorites, and new guests happen all the time over here. So buckle up and enjoy the ride. But until next time, I'm still Dustin. And I'm still Paul. And I'm Sean. And this is the Flicks and Friends podcast. Yeah, it. Uh, so yeah, so she's fighting off the coats, and then she gets attacked by the miner, and he shoves her face into the shower. Yeah, and the shower heads are actually just the pipes, but they're crimped. Yep, like they're crimped down. Which, which I get it for efficiency, it works. But I, my epiphany moment is. The way she died with the pipe is the same way her boyfriend lifted her up to kiss her by the head. Oh, exactly the fucking same. That is that her. was my epiphany moment. Watch this again. I was like, "Holy shit!" Like, yeah, because so the way that he, and... the way that the miner picks her up yep. is exact. Yeah. See, it's in my thing. version, you don't see the extent of the kill. Even when he discovers her, you only see it from like a slight angle. You can see that this. It's coming out of her mouth. Where in oh, no, the other version, you see it head on of him reacting. Yeah, she's like fucking spasming, and then the killer like reaches up and just turns the water on after yeah. it happens. Yeah, it's I just assumed that he was gonna like hook her. Well, I thought that yeah, on the where coats. the coats are. Yeah, so I thought this dude's like no above and beyond. No, like, I want it to be creative. Gonna we're gonna, <laughs> yeah, dude, this dude. <laughs> we're gonna have the shower head coming through her mouth. And, like yeah, it's it was fucking, great. It's wild. It was really cool. Really cool. Uh, so the. They want to make the party more interesting, so Hollis goes, "Hey, why don't we go?" Oh no, I think it was Hollis's girlfriend, Patty, was like, "Oh, can we go down to the mine? Can we go down to the mine?" He's like, "Not supposed to. It's dangerous, but okay." And I was like, "Why? This seems awful. I don't want to go down there." <laughs> they get down there and then they ask for a tour. Yeah. Uh, this is when. So when they're down in the mine is when. 
the de- the dead start getting discovered above. You know, they find um, the uh, dude who gets his face boiled yep. in the fridge. Uh, you then they find or the guy, the the boyfriend or the girl, the shower girl comes in, tells about her death. And so everybody's freaking out. They all leave. I love how <laughs> this was something that me and my wife laughed at when they go outside and everybody's leaving in their cars. And of course, TJ has to sit there and like wave his arm. Like, are they just going to stop if you don't wave them to go? He's like, go, go. And it's like, why does, why do you have to do that? Right. And even he though he just needs to take his little, his scarf off his head, <laughs> throw it up and go. Ooh. Yes. And, and well, I mean, fucking TJ is with a damn neckerchief. That's what I'm saying. Fucking he needs idiot. to pull it off and <laughs> tell him to go. Yes. Dude, like, okay. <laughs> okay, so one co- this interesting correlation. This reminds me a lot of the two separate. We haven't talked about it on the show, but we've watched it. And then the recent kill, uh, movie dumpster did a recent video of it. But the the burning, where you have the two separate groups of survivors. Yeah, you have like the group for the burning. You have the group that went and paddled on down the river and went and did that thing, and you have the people back home. And you kind of have this. You have the people up top, and you have the people in the mine. Yeah. So it's kind of it's kind of a neat little extra dynamic. Dude, I'll tell you what, this dude with the black the black hair and the girl with the red hair and the, and the blue shirt, which you find them later. Dude, I swear to God, that dude just fucking... You see his face, man. He dude, looks like, like another can... actor. Like another guy who I've seen in movies like recently. Oh, I, that was what I was like going to say. I just, assumed he used his, I just assumed he used his face to excavate the stone instead of a pickaxe, <laughs> but that could just be me. I can't stand <laughs> the nerdy guy that uh, tries to hit on the, the, the oh, Howard. Joker. Howard. Yeah, he's kind of goofy. I can't stand him. That's one goofy looking fucker. I think that dude's a goofy looking fucker. So I would know. He's always trying to get in her pants. Oh, absolutely. He's trying to get in everybody's pants. He's trying to be you always have to. Guy. You have to have, you always have to have that, that character. Ooh. There's always that character in these movies. Like, bye. Yeah, that's true. So, of course, Axel and TJ, they band together. They go down to the mines to rescue everybody that's down there because they don't know what's going on. Um, Harry is making it hard for everybody down there because he's going around just destroying all the lights while they're just trying to find their way out. This is when the chief is then told by one of the, the groups that, that left the party to say what, what was going on. So then he gathers a posse like the entire town bands together and goes to the mine. He's like, listen, everybody, evil dies tonight. Oh, no. <laughs> you know, evil minds tonight. I'm sorry. It's, it's totally different. Evil minds tonight. Yes. No, mind you, I, I need to point this out, though, because oh, while the killing first starts at this party, the sheriff actually gets there and immediately leaves once he gets there because he gets called back from the lady from the insane asylum. Like, he literally is at the front gates of the mine and turns around. Yeah, but was the leaves. party going on at that point? Yes, it was. It was like the yeah, dude. The hot dog. This is after the dude got his face pulled in the hot dog water, but nobody had oh, the Limp Biscuit album. I thought nobody <laughs> had. Nobody had found I, him yet. I thought this. I thought that happened right after uh, Crazy Ralph's brother uh, was there setting up his prank. No, see that that did happen because he was going to go check on it, and then he left for some reason. I don't remember why. But then he starts to go back because he's like, oh, the party has to be there. It's like, oh, your lady called. And then he leaves like right as he pulls up, he's instantly whips around. People are dying. Of course, nobody knows it yet. 
but they'll be fine. Just walk it off. Yeah. So TJ finds the group. Uh, Hollis finds Mike and Harriet, who are the two randos who went down there with them. Uh, they get That's a corpse. The dude that cleave, he cleaves with his face. Yeah, that guy. Yeah, yeah because they they need to separate from the group to go do their dirty yeah. stuff. I need to and, stick it in her pooper. He's like, yeah, I'll be back in 10 minutes. He's like, yeah, it's more like two, Mick. Come on. Yeah, because Har- <laughs> Harriet was the bar the barmaid who they mm-hmm. were singing to before. And yeah, he they go in because they were going to have sex and and then they get corkscrewed together. So they actually got screwed. <laughs> yeah, that whole song came full circle, dude. Yeah, sure yes. did. And then Hollis, of course, is the one who finds him and he gets a couple of nails to the dome. Poor guy, dude. He, he gets it in the dude. temple and then he gets it in the forehead and still is able to leave the room and run yeah. into everybody else, but then he collapses and dies. And this Poor is guy, when dude. Patty just flips and becomes. Oh. Listen, I understand she's grieving, and it's like it's like it's a lot. This. But this is what this is when Sarah literally has to like slap her to motivate her, like just Ga-ga! <laughs> We gotta yeah. move. I said Hollis got he got nails into the the least, least likely lethal. the least lethal places. Because you can survive here. You can survive your because... temple. I thought your temple was like one of your one of like the. So you can survive if it hits you like directly in the middle, because your brain is only connected further back. So I just assumed that he got hit like directly between the lobes of his brain, oh. and I was like, "Poor dude, he probably can't see anything." What? Well, yeah. And he probably around. doesn't know yeah. where he is because your mem I'm pretty sure your memory is your frontal lobe. Is your frontal lobe. So he probably can't remember anything and he's just kinda like Well most what I've heard is is from from snipers is 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 the lethal zone. Of course a bullet goes a lot further than a nail. The lethal zone is like the T between the eyes and then down the brim of the nose. But like it's if you shoot it'll go It's further I think it's I don't know. But that's what I've heard from people who have been in the military. Uh, yeah. Like but a bullet goes further than a nail. So if you're sniping, you're shooting something heavy. But poor kid. I know. And he's the best fucking character. It was like the worst, man. I was so that sad. Sucks. Goes. But of course, yeah, Patty is all bent out of shape. Um, but when they do lobotomies, it's right here. Right behind your eyeball. I yeah. was always but told. I, mean, I was always told growing up, the temple is like, that's a, that's yeah, like me a, too. that's always a instantaneous thing or it's a, it's gonna fuck you up real bad real quick well let's, let's i mean he honest, probably was between reality and what's depicted on i'm not saying for you parker but what, what's the reality and what's depicted on movies and films people oh, are yeah. a lot more durable than they show in fucking <laughs> oh, yeah. movies oh yeah just fall down the stairs How instantly many times? <laughs> yeah I, i've fallen down the stairs yeah. Um, how I'm many times have we seen people get like shot six or seven times and they're like oh yeah, yeah i'm I watched, good i shot him yeah. six times and he was perfectly fine well i've we watched a lot of police shooting videos like just because i the guy doesn't fucking hilarious and like there's a reason why ammo you use matters because people like if you don't hit something vital people will keep trucking they have adrenaline and everything they'll keep fucking going people like if you shoot him in the head he'll go down no no when you're in an adrenaline situation you ain't got time to shoot nobody in the fucking head Anyway, not time for that shot placement stuff, but that's what that made me think of. So yeah, Howard just ups and leaves them. Just bye. He runs off. Yeah, 
And Patty's like, Practical we can't joker. leave him there. We can't leave him there. And it's like, he's what dead. I was like, he's dead. What are you going to do? Are you going to carry him? You, you both, just the two of you still that's probably wouldn't said. be able to move him. You're just going <sighs> to grab him by the arm. and Yeah, that's what we talked about. Okay, listen. Hollis, is that his name? The Hollis, right? Yeah. Hollis. Yeah. Dude, he's a bigger guy. And that's fine. But the dude, is, there's no way he less, weighs less than 250. There's no fucking way. Dead weight weighs a lot. Two fifty dead weight. Neither one of these girls are dragging him out, and they certainly probably aren't doing it together. No, just come back for him. His yeah. th- this body isn't going to vanish. I know it. I, I could understand this is an unrealistic situation that probably none of us have been in. But you, you can't do anything for the guy. Sorry, honey. If you got hit with nails and you collapsed, I would leave you. I'd be like, oh, I'm hit, dear. Go on without me. And I'd roll over and she'd already be gone. <laughs> like, I'll probably be all right. They're really just flesh wounds at best. And she's already gone. <laughs> now I'll find you later. He's like, I can walk. I swear. <laughs> I swear. I'm, it's, it's like uh, fucking Ace Ventura. Not Ace Ventura. Fuck. Austin Powers. Oh, man. Like, I'm really okay. <laughs> oh, man. I love it, though, because... Uh... So TJ runs into them, finds him, and was going to bring him out, and he hears somebody else thinking it's Harry and fucking picks up a log and just smokes TJ in the stomach. I, yeah, and then Axel's the, one, Axel's the one who finds him. What yeah. the fuck did you do that for? He's like, I thought you were Harry. And he's like, do I look like Harry? He's like, well, I didn't know. I didn't I see it, you. I don't think he can see you. <laughs> I, can't, I don't have the angle of that camera right now. Yeah. So this is when they find out the elevator's broken. Uh, so they're like, okay, well, we got to climb because there's a ladder that goes up to the surface and they get pretty decently the way up there. Like they're, they're pretty far up and that's when Howard's body falls and it sprays the girls with blood because his head detaches from his body and his body just like, to the ground. Fucking yeah. decapitated. Which- Insane. I was telling my wife, like, I've heard this actually happens on certain lynchings. Yeah. Like I have heard that, too. If they high enough, the head will just rip off the body. But, damn, it was like past clapping, you know, your yeah. collarbone. Like, Half yeah. a shoulder. Like, was like, oh, well. That was just how the effect went, and they were like, we, we're not it doing that again. No. <laughs> no, it was cool as fuck. Like, yeah. it was neat. But the thing was, is they start climbing down, and at first I was like, why are they, why are they going down? But then I was like, oh, well, most likely it's because Harry's above them. Yeah, and they're like, yeah, probably not a good idea to go up there. So, I, I can, that's that's what I was thinking too. We were talking about like, yeah, I get it. Yeah. So their new thing is to get to the rail cars to get back up. Jim, dude. Axel just, I guess, falls into a sixty foot hole of water. Like, okay, because <laughs> you hear a splash. He's like, I'm gonna go this way, and you hear like a splash. Oh, and splash, and then they go over, and TJ's like, Well, I can't save him. That's like sixty Fine. feet deep. <laughs> <laughs> fuck him like dude it's 60 feet deep but you could swim like like i know you'd probably sink a little bit from your gear but just take the little stuff off and swim back up maybe yeah. he can't swim uh, maybe he can't we i haven't know. been in this situation yet. Like, i've lived in my mountains my whole life there's never been a lake near me before uh or it's the megan urine they're in this cave too like in rodan the little oh yeah fucking ona holes squeaky 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 and they pulled him under so then you think that tj's dead you think like something happens to him because he kind of just disappears and so it's only Sarah and Patty now wandering through the tunnel, and then they run into... Where did TJ go? He just disappeared. He disappears. Like he, I know. I was like, what the fuck, man? I think he... he it, you, you get a shot of him getting attacked, and so you think, like, he dies. Like, he gets attacked, he's gone. And so it's just the, the two girls, and they're 
they run into the miner. They run into Harry. And Patty just gets in the gut. She just gets that pickaxe. Oh, dude, it's good. So good. So well, she talked about getting drilled. She definitely oh, did. Well, yeah. not drilled, but she got thumped hard, baby. Oh, thumpy, she, thumpy. He got he got all up in them guts. <laughs> Mixing <laughs> them around. <laughs> so the, ch- the chief shows up to the mine with the entire town. The entire town is behind him. Coming, I love how those the another thing that was unnecessary that they had to do, I guess, was the chief standing in the middle of the area where everybody's driving and directing people where to park. Like, I feel they could figure it out. <laughs> okay, this reminds me. No, no, wait. Is it maybe later? No, it's here. Remember when T, uh, not TJ, Axel falls in the water? Yeah. And then, and then fucking Sarah's like, we can't leave him. And this is literally the exact same yes! thing that found oh, a hole. I was thinking like, the what? same Shut thing. The I'm like, up. you just yelled at Patty because she said, we can't leave him. And you were like, he's dead. We got to keep going. But then your boyfriend dies and you say the same thing. And everybody's supposed to be like, oh, yeah, we'll, we'll have to go get him. Like, no, it wasn't going to change. She was on the other foot. Listen, Sarah, don't be disrespectful to Mrs. Mayonnaise. All right. Oh You're not the same thing. She ketchup and mayonnaise. Oh, my gosh. So I don't know how many people got that joke. I may have gone. Anyway, <laughs> I just wanted to make a Doug reference. All right. Don't take this from me. <laughs> Damn it! So uh, anyhow, I wasn't on. thinking that until you said that, and I was now I've got the things. Uh, well, her last name should have been ketchup based on her dress. Oh, she's ketchup. Oh, there's mayonnaise. <laughs> what was the one? I can't remember the kill where we talked about somebody had like. Was it her? Yeah, it looks like she has like a savage bowel movement when she like takes it. Or who's that? Somebody else. You talked about them shitting their pa- their pants like instantly. When it was the sound she makes when she. Oh! <laughs> And she gets killed. I'm like, her balance instantly lets go. I'm like, is she pooping over there? <laughs> yeah, it was oh. just a sound. Also, allowing with a shit in my you, mind. I mean, they're these two. These two women are running around with these with their puppies, no support. Those things are, dude. They've got heels on. They're climbing ladders with heels. Like, oh, there was one camera no. shot that I don't know if it was. They just wanted that camera shot, and we're like, oh shit, we forgot that one of the that two of the actresses are wearing dresses because there's yes. a there's a straight up dress shot of Patty. It's when uh, what's his face is climbing up behind them. He's like, she's like, go slower because ketchup can't climb faster. <laughs> That's where it. I can't remember their names at this Patty point. Mayonnaise. <laughs> she's Patty Mayonnaise. No, no, she's Sarah. It's Patty and Sarah. Patty Mayonnaise. <laughs> but because you see the shot from below and yeah. then the next scene you see her and she's got her legs turned. Yeah. So it's like, I think they kind of realized after that. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, there's just like nips are at the ready for both these women throughout the entire movie. It's probably Turkey's cold done. and they don't have um, bras on. Are they digging holes in my mountain? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. No, they're oh, running man. around with the least amount of clothes on. So yeah, so TJ just miraculously comes back to life. Like he's back. He's like, I. It's, it was a flush root. It was Listen, a fluke. Fucking Sarah, like Patty gets murked, right? Yeah. And she gets ventilated, and fucking Sarah runs around the corner, and like that's as far as she gets. And then like, why did you not go further away? <laughs> like what? What the fuck? What's wrong with you? Like, oh man! And then we get the possibly the slowest, just. 
I don't know. Like, is this fight in slow motion where TJ yes. and Harry are going, are fighting? You have one who has, I think, doesn't he have a pipe or something? Just shovel. Or shovel. Yeah, and it's it's literally like, huh. <laughs> you're like but everybody they're all like climbing each car well no this was before what, they jump on the rail car well when they get yeah but like yeah. when they get on the car because harry just throws himself no no harry doesn't tj does harry just he sticks the pickaxe no. in the last car and kind of just slowly climbs like, on it well, no, but they just, they I think they do show twice because Harry gets on and then like we literally just watched it like Harry, sorry. TJ gets on and like Harry's just like, and then it cuts <laughs> oh. to him with the pickaxe. Oh, I thought on. TJ like, was the one who just like free, <laughs> just dives into it. <laughs> There's some inconsistencies toward the end of this movie with filming. I feel like the ending of this movie was like maybe rushed a little bit just to get yeah, it done. Could have been. <laughs> it's like, <clears throat> excuse me. It's like Sarah running two feet away from the killer. Like, I'm fine. She'll never find me here behind this wall as I breathe loudly. <laughs> anyway, go but ahead. It's like oh, their fight man. with the pickaxe and the shovel. Um, well, Duel of Fates play. TJ, <laughs> TJ holds the shovel up like this. Like, and then Harry is like, Yeah, it's home. so slow. Like, it's so like, laughably what slow. What are we doing with this, this fight? It's so funny. But then they get to. They get to like this little room and Harry is just hitting everything to collapse the room. And then he pins TJ to the ground and that's when Sarah takes the mask off and you find out it was Axel all along. And then... But why? But why? And then you get a flashback that no one can see, which is always the funniest things in these movies where it's like, why was it you? And then it shows a flashback of why. And it's like, do you realize none of the characters actually saw that? So it doesn't answer their question until later. Yes. But you... So Axel was the son of one of the supervisors who gets killed by Harry Warden. And... He saw the whole thing. I don't know... But it's the thing of like, wouldn't you want revenge on Harry Warden instead of, I I don't know. The motivations are weird, but yep. I'll accept this twist, I guess. It's weird, but I'll allow it. Dude, okay, <laughs> hold on. And this final thing before this happens, I, lo- I love, okay, some, some, some of the fight choreography is dicey, but there's some of it that's like really impactful where he just like takes the fucking pickaxe and like slams that fucker into the wall really hard yeah and then like cuts away to sarah for a minute and like he has nothing in his hands and then back to harry he's like wow nice out of nowhere he's like he's pulled up his inventory screen screen and dropped it into his hand like i'm good <laughs> like and then, that's what you meant yeah. i was oh okay yeah. i was like what Mind you, this area that they're fighting in, before they went into it, there was a danger. Like, yeah. it was an unstable yeah. part of the cave. And yeah. of course, well, they talked about that earlier. Was... I was like, hey, what's down there? And it's like, oh, that's a part of the mine that's closed off. Nobody's been down there yeah. in years. And now we know that Axel is actually the main yeah. character of Streets of Rage. Yeah. Um, he decides <laughs> to break everything in the fucking place. And uh, it all yeah, falls down on him. Mm-hmm. And so, that's when you get the the whole thing from the mayor because TJ and Sarah come out and they're like, Oh, it was Axel. And then the mayor goes, Oh yeah. Harry Warden killed Axel's father. And he saw the whole thing. And it's like, you're, you never mention this throughout the entire movie. You're not going to mention the fact that that 
that Axel witnessed his father get murdered by the dude we're all afraid of? Yeah. What? Well, also, also before even that, like the the sheriff shows up and he tells the mayor, he's like, "Dude, Harry Warden's been dead for five years." Yeah, because he finally got the like, call back from the, it, the woman. At that's the, and then they're like, yeah. "It was Axel," and then it was yeah. like, "Oh, oh that's yeah." Which I mean, I, I kudos for it being out of nowhere. Because that's not who I thought it was. I thought we were literally getting stuck with one of these assholes as being the final dude, which we do, because I fucking don't like TJ. I think he's a piece of shit. Um, oh, no, TJ wasn't the killer. Axel was the killer. No, no, I mean, but like as a survivor, like oh, the final oh, oh. person. He just wants I actually him. like TJ more than I liked Axel, but. Really? Because he's such a fucking piece of shit. I mean, they're shit, both. Dude. I don't like either of them. characters, but. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I like, I like, I guess I like TJ more towards the end of the movie the whole kidnapping your ex-girlfriend and making out there that's not okay yeah not, not yeah absolutely and he's like dude but he tried to fuck everything up like this is the way things are and teacher's like no this is no no one allow it yeah well he does I say it worry. was fine and then later on is like i'm not okay like what okay. yeah i just feel like i like axel is I like the Axel better than tj i'm sorry tj was just a piece of shit he's like i'm gonna fucking change everything for I'm- me I mean, Axel. I'm the one who left. Chopped his whole yeah, know, freaking right? arm off to get away. Yeah, we were. Parking he does. Parking was... Yeah, because like, uh, they dude. find out that he's still alive, and Sarah is like, "I need to see him," and I was like, like "Why? why? <laughs> he fucking tried to kill you." Yeah. No. They She's go in the there, and he holds. They like she grabs his hand, hold it, but then you find out he fucking cuts his own arm off to escape, and then he wa- wanders deeper into the mine. Uh, talking to himself and talking to Harry Warden and Harry, yeah. And uh, then he asks, then he asks Sarah, "Will you be my bloody Valentine?" Fuck no, bye. I, and I love his though, laugh though. He's like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's like wandering yeah. away. Like I will say, they did a good job of hiding it because I never thought Axel had anything to do with any of it. Because like I thought it was, it was either the... TJ or I thought it was the old dude at the bar. For a while until he got killed. Now knowing so. who it was the whole time, now I want to rewatch the movie to kind of see the whole event. Like, because there's parts where it's like he Axel's at the bar mm-hmm. when Mabel's killed. Is it the same time, or is there like a diff? Is it like a little bit later? Is it before you see him at the bar? Like it's a weird thing where it's like we see him at the bar, but when mabel dies it's earlier than that like it was before he went like i just want to know how like i like to i know it probably isn't gonna line up but i was like i want to see yeah how much of it lines up now that we know well yeah because because we don't have a clear passage of time and like like i said now that you know what's going on it's kind of neat though because they do a good job of hiding it because it's a big gap between well we assume it's a big gap between when mabel dies and then the sheriff finds her right she's been in that dryer for a while um, yeah. i don't know how long those cycles are i mean it's 50 cents i don't know how long it's gonna run but it's was 1980 i don't know but see it's like movies like this where you don't they don't have clocks like that well, you know, was takes big, place over three days though we but it was that. the big thing before we had digital it was to have an analog clock yeah everywhere but yep. you don't ever see anything like that so you can't assume what time it is yes right. yeah. so you just have to kind of assume that it's now kids today can't even read time of the day. Clock. that's how sad our world is it makes me sad yeah but yeah that's um 
that's it. And we get the awesome, the ballad of Harry Warden playing over the credits, uh, which actually I have to state that the uh, vocals for that song was done by John McDermott, who was a family friend of the composer, Paul Zaza. Nice. So yeah, that is My Bloody Valentine from 1981. Let's talk about our final thoughts on the movie. Now that we can talk about uh, spoiler areas of the movie. Angela, why don't you start us off? The kills were great. Um, I, it was definitely one of those we picked out a lot in certain scenes. Just because, especially when the girl was pulling the cord and pulling oh. all the the, co- the coats down. You must ever heard of coat hangers down in the mine. Yeah, it's fucking weird down here. We're Canadian. What do we know? Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> just kidding. But there were, there were several scenes where we just picked picked at it not not in like a a hateful way but what we do but i would definitely watch it again like i would want to watch it again just to re-see some of the scenes that i liked um yeah we should probably state like for the last few movies actually for the last little while i've mentioned it a couple times on the show but anytime we're recording this angela literally has the movie playing right over here yeah it's always playing i need I need a refresher but it's sometimes. Good though, because it, re- it does help you remember. It's nice to just have it going over here. Um, like I, I skip forward through the. So if I'm sort of talking about a scene, it's probably because it's going on right fucking now. The credits are playing in case you're curious. It's the credits. I just <laughs> need, I need a refresher sometimes because we watch it a few days like this. We watched yesterday. yesterday. So I didn't need much of a refresher, but there's certain times I need. It's been like four days since we've watched it, so I need I need a little help. It always helps to have it going because when like we, Parker talks about it, it's, I love having narration and stuff. But there's little subtleties you don't always like. Like we talked about the one girl dying with a shower head, but her head lift up the same way her boyfriend lifted her up. Yeah, because you got to think about it. Axel saw that. He's like, all right, well, yeah, because he was. I don't know, maybe that him. was his inspiration, or they were Ooh. just trying to do a callback. Ooh, another another thing that might not be. That might be another ironic, like connection is whenever when all the when all the guys meet up there to see their girlfriends when they're setting up the party, and you have of course the girl who gets her head she's picked up by her head that fits in with her kill. Yeah, you have Axel kissing Sarah through a ladder, so through wood, and where is he at the end of the movie? But under rubble, uh, under like wooden beams. They don't kiss, but maybe that. That's I don't know if that really foreshadowing. Foresha- if that's a foreshadow, yeah, I don't. They probably got kissed in the face with some wood. <laughs> maybe like thanks. Well, I mean, he worked in a mine with a bunch of bros. He's probably got more wood than he intended working there. Um. Oh, and do the other quote. What? I like. That oh, one I it happened once. Band. It happened twice. Cancel the dancer, or it'll happen twice, thrice. Great band, my favorite band. I was like, I know that band. I love them. <laughs> yeah there's a, uh <laughs> the when i was when i posted on instagram you know you can always add audit you can always add uh a song to your post and i guess good charlotte has a song called my bloody valentine hey is it about this movie i don't, i didn't read the lyrics i just saw it. i was like oh that's a cool thing and i just linked it yeah. damn uh, yeah but yeah i would i would i would want to watch it again to not have to 
you take notes. I don't really take notes anymore. I just kind of, I try and keep it in here. It doesn't happen all the time. But I would want to watch it again just to not have to look at every you just gotta take thing. you just gotta take notes of like the just the things that pop out to you the most it doesn't have to be everything yeah. like i do but just like like oh shit well, see that's what i used to do when we took when i took notes like it was i'd have two to three pages of notes so. Dan? um i like i said went in with this like a higher than normal expectation like i mentioned earlier in the episode and uh i do not think this movie was as good as i wanted it to be that being said, uh, I did enjoy the movie, but I thought this was slightly above average as far as slasher movies go. I didn't think this was like this great thing because it was like, oh, my bloody Valentine, the original, it's fucking wonderful. And, uh, and I'm not saying it's not good. Like I said, it's just I think it's just above average of other slashers around this time, which the early 80s was a really good time for slashers from what I have watched. Uh, but I still think like The Burning is a better movie. And uh, I think I'd put this close to on par as the original Friday the 13th, which I'm not overly high on because it's some of its shots are interesting, though. I, I, I understand this movie has uh, some more care taken into it, like we've discussed with some subtleties earlier in the movie, like how characters interact and how it right. plays out later in the movie. So there, there's there was a more thought gone into some of this than other slashers, yeah. even not even of the time, but just period in the 80s. But I thought, you know, most characters I didn't care for. I didn't really care for the two main male leads. I didn't care for the main female lead. Um, I, well, we all talked about how we liked, um, I blanked his name, Hall, Hollis was it? Hollis was the Hollis. best character. Hollis, story. yeah, I liked it. He was the best character bar none. The most grounded, level-minded, like looking out for other people dude. I liked him. But I didn't hate the character. Like, well, except for TJ. I shouldn't say that. TJ and Alex, Axel didn't care much for him. Very uh, Didn't like them very much. But um, outside of the annoying um, Hollis's girlfriend, I could not fucking stand her at the end of the movie. I can't yeah, I mean, I, I understand. I under, the thing is, is like I actually liked her character as much as I liked Hollis. And then, yeah, he dies and she I understand it's her reaction. Apart. I feel like that is probably how someone might react in that situation, especially yes. if it's somebody that they love of course it's it's not like you're yes. just going to be like, oh, yeah, he's dead. Like, we got to go. It's it's like, you're, oh, yeah, of course. Like some people just accept as like I want to go too type thing and yeah yeah, yeah like, so I'm it's, not, it's, like it's you definitely said, like I'm not leaving him it's definitely a realistic reaction so but yeah, yeah. it was kind of like you're as the viewer you're like come on Patty yeah, exactly and but I, I love the notes from the killer I I, I like the surprise twist because I did not think it was Axel um the kills were cool so I definitely would watch an uncut version I know you didn't unfortunately couldn't but, but i did i did uh, i mean the kill count shows all the um yeah the extended yeah. kills so yeah. i was i was yeah, able the to important them, so so but like it, it i think this is deserves the respect it gets i just think i was like way too high in my expectations for the film mm. um and i may have been mixing this up with prowler in my mind for some of it because huh? i really want to watch fucking prowler too because uh, i've heard the kills are very good in that but yeah it, it's it's i think it's a good movie i think it's it's fine but uh Again, my expectations were set a little too high. Um, I like the killer. I like the kind of the, the coal mine thing, which was kind of different. Definitely, it's not a recurring theme in, in slasher movies. But I'm looking forward to watching the remake because I've heard it was good, too. I've, I've heard people that enjoy it as well. So. Yeah. yeah, this movie was interesting. I, I always love watching these early 80s slashers because you either get something like 
for me, Friday the 13th, the original one is not like, for me is not one of the best, but it was a new, it was something new at the time. And so it was, I think these, these slashers that came out, they were all trying to follow in the footsteps of like Halloween or black Christmas. And it has a a cool idea. I like the whole story behind this movie. Uh, the kills are really cool, especially when you can see the extended versions of the kills. I think they're really creative. The shower kill is my favorite kill in the movie. It's really oh, cool. Really? Okay. I love the shower kill. Uh, I love, I mean, they're all creative. The effects are good. The characters, so I like most of the characters. I think they all feel like actual friends, and I really like yeah. that. Hollis, of mm-hmm. course, as we stated many, many times, best character in the movie. Him and his girlfriend are really good together, and then you know, we all know how it goes at the end, but yeah, the main characters, the the two guys in that love triangle did not give a shit. Didn't give it. I knew they, I know that these movies can't just be killers, kills people. And it's just brainless, dumb teenagers or whatever. So you got to give us something. And so they give us this weird love triangle thing. It just wasn't interesting. I understand why they put it in the movie, but it wasn't interesting to me. I didn't like it. I didn't like either of the guys. I think I didn't like Axel more than TJ, but I didn't like TJ either. So they were both just like, I didn't care if either of them, to be honest, I, I wish it was like they both survived. None of them were the killer, but the, but Sarah was just like, I don't want either of you. You both suck. And then just left. Yeah. Yeah. That would have <laughs> been great. But of course the end of the movie is, Oh, TJ saved me from killer Axel. I'm going to be with him. It's like, Oh, that kind of, yeah, I didn't like that, but whatever. It's the side. It's just a little bit of a dislike for me, but I I had a good time with this movie. It's definitely slow paced. It's not like Bing Bang Boom, but the kills are really creative. I liked them a lot. The effects are good. Uh, the music is good in my opinion. The score I really like. The score that final song at the end, fucking Chef's Kiss. Um, I don't rem- like. I I definitely am looking forward to revisiting the remake because I don't know if I've seen it since it came out, and that movie came out in two thousand nine. So it's been. 14 years or 15 years now that that movie has been out. So it's going to be interesting to see the difference, the differences, especially looking at horror remakes of that time. Cause you had like black Christmas, uh, the 2006 remake had come out at that time. That was the same, but very different. Also, uh, you, you know, that was, you know, 2009 was also Friday the 13th. We've already covered that movie, uh, nightmare on Elm street, Kills have eyes, you know, all these that, that was the time of remakes. And so it's gonna be interesting to go back and and see how different it is or how similar it is. Because I don't remember, to be honest. But that's it. That is our conversation on 1981's My Bloody Valentine. We are not gonna go over to social media and see what all of you have to say about my bloody Valentine. Because as you know, every single week I post on all of our social medias about what movie we're going to be covering. And we let you leave your comments on your thoughts on the movie we're covering. So of course we're going to start over on X slash Twitter. Our first one is from Dewey pod monster at Dewey pod monster. Great podcast. Uh, He, they did, they are doing a watch party at a local bar over in Detroit, Michigan on February 22nd of this year. So if you are in the Detroit area, and you want to go watch an awesome movie and hang out with some awesome people, uh, check out Batch Brewing Company. Uh, the guys at Dewey Pod Monster will be there to watch My Bloody Valentine, so check that out. Our next one is from the Let's Talk Horror channel, another BP. 
Uh, He says it's somehow underrated yet somehow would have been better if it was allowed to be what it wanted to be, which I'm guessing he's talking about the fact that the MPAA just chopped the shit out of this movie. It's always a film that I enjoy watching, but always wonder what if, and it's one I'd love to remake. So we got a remake, but I would love to see your idea for a remake BP. So yeah, make sure to check out the let's talk horror channel. Another great uh, podcast, a lot of great stuff over there. It's got a great YouTube channel and a great podcast. So, We'll follow. Our next one is from Mikey Mutant or at Blue Yeti Mike X, who says, one of my favorite slashers. We haven't done an episode yet for VHS Doom. I'm excited to hear what you guys think. Well, I hope you uh, enjoy our thoughts and our breakdown of the plot. Uh, and make sure to go check out VHS Doom, another another great podcast. A lot of great podcasters yes. here leaving comments for us. So thank you so much. Um, and then, of course, I shouted out uh, Vintage Video Podcast. I listened to their episode. They They covered it because they uh their podcast is they cover every film from every like year of the 80s and this was of course their last season part of their last season 1981 uh great episode and i believe it was covered on another podcast called the slashers which is also done by uh, one of their hosts is jason from binge movies who actually you hear his wonderful voice as our new intro to the show so make sure to go check out the slashers great podcast that covers slashers through the 80s all right, so thank you to everyone who left us a comment on the movie. Make sure to follow us on all the social medias. We're at Dissect That Film on uh, Instagram, TikTok. Yeah, we're over there too, but I don't post anything over there other than videos that re- maybe relate to what we're covering. But, uh, but we're on Twitter, slash X, Instagram, Facebook, Threads, Blue Sky, Slasher, all those apps. Any apps that you can think of, we're probably there at Dissect That Film. <laughs> Uh, we have a Patreon, patreon.com slash dissect that film, where for $1, you can help support the show and get some bonus goodies like bloopers, stuff that happens at the beginning of the show that we have to cut out. Uh, we're also, yeah, yeah, we also have, um, Patreon polls, which is what we're going to discuss right now because we posted on Patreon a couple of selections for the final film we're going to be covering for the 1985 month. Uh, we already covered... Oh, God. Refresh my memory here. What did we cover? Our first episode was Silver Bullet, which was Dan's pick. And then we covered uh, that was with Dustin from the Flicks and Friends podcast. And then our second episode was my pick, which was Return to Oz, which we covered with Allie from the Quad Pro Quo podcast. And then, of course, this one is our Valentine's Day episodes. Not so it's not part of that series. But our final one is Angela's picks. But they're her picks where she selected three movies and we let Patreon choose and they chose, drumroll please, The Black Cauldron. Oh! So we're going choice. back to animation. We're going back to the uh, the dark period of Disney back in 1985 as we talk about The Black Cauldron next week. So yeah, so for a little... So just for with my aesthetic. So for just $1, you can be part of those polls. You can get some extra goodies. If you want to join us at the $5 tier, we have a bonus show called The Monster Zone, which is hosted by these wonderful people, Dan and Angela, where we talk about yeah. monster movies throughout the years. We've been doing a lot of ninth, uh, monster movies from the 50s, but hopefully we'll be branching out to different years and stuff like that. It's a lot of fun, and we got watch-alongs coming. We got commentary tracks coming. We got fun stuff coming for the Patreon, so stay tuned for that. I think that's about it, guys. You can follow us on all our links. They're always down in the description. We don't like to 
we don't usually share those. You can, if you want to know where our personal stuff is at, just go down to the description of the yeah. uh, the show notes or the description if you're watching us on YouTube. Yeah, we have a YouTube channel. If if you're watching us on YouTube, thank you. Uh, make sure yes. to like, like, and comment down below. We'd love to hear your thoughts on what you thought of the episode, and make sure to like the like the video, share the video. We appreciate you. If you're listening to us in your ears, make sure to leave us a rating on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Good Pods, wherever you listen to us and you can rate us. Please do because it helps us out. It helps us branch the show off to get more listeners. And uh, if you've been listening to us since the beginning or if you've listened to us for a long time, we appreciate your support because just you listening um, is really, we're really grateful for that because, uh, you know, we need, you know, we need that satisfaction to know that people are still listening to the show. We've been yes. gone for a while. It feels like we've been gone for an eternity and we're back and we're we're coming back, baby. So we appreciate everybody who has supported the show. Um, you know, in any way you can. We appreciate you. So yeah, everything, all the info, you know where it is down below. Um we got anything else? What did I miss anything? Because I always feel like I'm missing something. I don't think so. I think you got it. Think I'm good? So next mm-hmm. week is our finale of the month of 1985 where we're talking about the black cauldron and then next month it's the month of 1986 but we won't share with you what movie we're starting off with so keep it a secret so until next time i am brett parker that is dan and angela of dna gaming we are dissect that film and this has been another episode of i guess we'll just call it the dissect that film podcast (laughs) we'll see y'all again next time will you be my valentine Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.